Welcome back to the Tech Talk podcast. I'm your host for today, Damon Juba, and I'm here with Justin Agri and Rohan Plain. So today we're going to go over the AMD versus Intel CPUs. But how about one of you explain like what CPUs are okay. and right. the difference like what the different companies are? Okay. So, uh, Justin, you want to take this one? Sure. All right. So, some of our audience members might be asking, what is a CPU? Well, a CPU is the computer processing unit. It's inside of every single computer you use. The CPU is a small little chip that fits inside of the motherboard. Now, the CPU is the brains of the computer. So, in this market, there are two massive companies, Intel and Ryzen. Now, Intel sells the Intel chips, whereas Ryzen sells the AMD chips. Now, when discussing this, there are a lot of pros and cons, and it's highly debated. So, Rohan, for example, what computer processing unit do you have? So, I I have to say, I'm personally a big Ryzen slash AMD fan. I have been ever since I built my first computer, and generally when I look for uh, new computer parts to buy, I try going with the uh, AMD or Ryzen stuff. Now, Damon, what computer processing unit do you have? I use uh, an Intel processor. Okay, I too also run an Intel processor. Now, the pros and the cons. So there's plenty out there, but as an Intel user, I would say that it is very pricey compared to AMD, as we all know. The price difference is very significant. However, I personally deem it as a worthy price for the product. I would say that with my CPU, I'm very proud of the way that it runs, and I've had zero issues so far. I'd say a massive pro of Intel CPUs is their processing speeds and the little to no heat generation, plus the low power usage. Now, Rohan, as an AMD user, what are your thoughts on this? So, well, well I do say that Intel can occasionally, in, in some games, in some, uh, some scenarios, can pull through ahead of an AMD chip. And I completely agree that they're definitely a, a bit more expensive, a bit more uh, kind of, a, a bit more thinking, like, should I buy this? should i buy this cpu or like you know go for something a bit cheaper but i i have to say as an amd user as someone that's like that that uh that my first bill was only like about a thousand dollars i didn't have a much money to spend amd was kind of my saving grace there it offers great performance for a great price my cpu was only i think 150 ish at the time uh, for those wondering i've got a ryzen 5 3600 which is pretty basic uh, but, uh, like, I believe it's comparable to, like, an i5, um, in Intel. Uh, it, and for, for the higher-end Ryzen CPUs, uh, from, uh, sites like Tom's Hardware, who's a, uh, reliable source of information, uh, who provides benchmarking statistics, graphs, and a whole ton of things, uh, about CPUs and just generally all different computer hardware, uh, has generally seen that in multi-threaded um performance which is means um the use of multiple threads on a cpu amd greatly exceeds anything that intel can produce 
uh, even uh, though on the side of single uh, threaded performance, like things like Chrome tabs or something like that, AMD kind of falls behind. Now, from what I've personally seen, and for those wondering, I have a 10th generation series Intel Core 10900K. I have noticed personally that I'm getting very significant difference between AMD's multi-threaded processing. I would say that with me, I'm able to run, believe it or not, multiple games at once with such a high-end CPU. However, the price was definitely a little steep, but a, I deem it as a worthy cost. Now, Damon, what is your opinion on Intel and your personal CPU? Considering I haven't had much experience with, like, AMD chips, it's not too much of, like, a comparison I have. I get, it's not an easy comparison for me to make, but so far, well over a year since I've built my first computer, the Intel CPU I have has done me well. And um, I definitely appreciate, like, the, the different cores of it. And even... It's kind of like a lower middle-end CPU, so the price wasn't too bad, but it still gets the job done. And overall, I'm not too like disappointed with my purchase of Intel. I don't have any major complaints against the CPU. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree with that. I would say, because I'm in the business of building computers for people and designing them, I would say that for the audience, if you are interested in buying computer parts, I would say if you're looking for a budget build, AMD is 100% the way to go. Whereas Intel, it really depends on what you're trying to do. If you're looking to play heavy games, I personally would recommend Intel because of the multi-core, multi-thread processing. It is a clear winner based off of hardware. Now, In, Rohan, please let us know your thoughts on this. So, so I, I would just like to, to say, uh, like, different CPUs are really good for different situations. And like, like Justin said, uh, if, if you're really into one thing, Intel is definitely the way to go. If what you need is single-threaded performance and uh, definitely really, really, uh, like, a, a decent number of cores, then Intel is definitely the way to go. But if you want to go to more towards like the server side or like the software development side, or uh, even things like um, 3D rendering, um, given this is with the graphics card, um, AMD I feel is the best way to go because not only do AMD uh, CPUs have a an average higher number of cores, which just means they can do more processes uh, at uh, at the same time. Uh, they they also like I said before cost a lot less like a uh, Threadripper uh, which is an extremely expensive CPU on the AMD side uh, can have anywhere from between I think like thirty two to sixty four cores which is an unheard of amount for like one thousand to three three thousand dollars pretty much which is expensive but if you're a person kind of like wanting to fit that need AMD has you uh, has you there but. Uh, that's just my, that's like my final thoughts on AMD. Now, as far as compatibility goes, it seems on the market that major streamers and YouTubers are running more Intel-based sides, and I would say, based off of the market and the way that it's advertised, Intel seems to be the more compatible 
to most motherboards out there. However, AMD has really lately started pushing in 2021 and 2022 with their newer series uh, AMD CPUs. That's uh, it's that's making that's... a big comeback. That that's interesting that you bring up compatibility because like I, I from from the way I I hear it you're talking more about motherboard compatibility, um, and uh, j- just for the uh, listeners out there, motherboards have different socket types. Like I believe AMD's is A4, uh, AM4, something like that, um, and then Intel. I don't even know what Intel is because you know LGA. I, I don't really LG yeah LGA that's right. Um, and I believe if you look up in the past, like, 10 years, let's say five just to be safe, AMD has had less socket changes than Intel because Intel just kind of sometimes changes the structure of its GPU. So I kind of I kind of want to go against what Justin was just saying with compatibility because, like, um, I believe even, like, the Ryzen 3 uh, 1000 series uh, is compatible with motherboards today. Like, for example, my motherboard, which is a uh, Asus Rockstrix B550F, is, is still compatible with older CPUs from, from Ryzen. Um, and I, I, I can't really say the same for Intel. Uh, that's an interesting perspective. I actually appreciate you saying that because I did not know about the steady sockets uh, for AMD. I believe that they, I thought they change just as much as Intel's, but that is great that you bring that up. Now, Damon, as far as compatibility, what are your thoughts on um, Intel's side of things since you have an Intel CPU? To be honest, I didn't even really know that Intel changed their sockets that often. Um, And I guess from that perspective, it's something I I have to keep in mind if I ever want to upgrade either my CPU or my motherboard, that I have to always, you know, keep checking whatever Intel's latest sockets support. Now, I I do want to bring this up because from what I've seen that between AMD and Intel, they go back and forth with the best processor. It seems like, and I think Rohan, you might be able to attest to this as well, that one time AMD might be a neck ahead and then Intel gets a neck ahead and it goes back and forth from what it seems as far as performance goes on their general um, course. But I do have to say that Intel's new 11th gen and 12th gen series is not looking so hot right now. So for those looking for an Intel CPU, I would strongly suggest that none of you get the 11th gen because it is the absolute worst performing Intel CPU I think I've seen in a very I, long time. I, I just have to butt in here because I myself own a laptop that has an Intel i7 11th gen. Um... And while I was looking at benchmarks for that particular laptop, I pulled up benchmarks for uh, 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 i7 10th gen, and the 10th gen just blows the 11th gen out of the water. I, what I think Intel is trying to do is kind of appeal more to the budget person, uh, kind of like trying to get more into AMD's territory with how uh, they can offer some lower power performance things, but at a lower cost. I think Intel is trying to do the same thing, or at least along those lines. Yeah, I can see that too. Now, one of the things I do want to talk about today is the heat production. Now, personally being an Intel user, I have a water-cooled CPU cooler. Now, I have never seen my CPU get above 75 degrees Celsius. I've just never seen it, even under full load. 
and I think that's due to Intel's making, and then of course thermals and thermal paste and all that, but I do have to say that from what I've seen personally, Intel's thermals are very, very strong. Now, Rohan, having an AMD CPU, have you noticed thermals being higher, lower? So, first of all, I do want to say, uh, I, I think I've said this before, but my CPU, it's pretty low power, so I, I have a water-cooled uh, CPU as well, or at least an AIO, um, and I rarely see my CPU go above, like, 50 degrees Celsius, uh, which kind of makes sense because it is water-cooled, which is overkill for this type of CPU, um, but... Actually, according to uh, a couple Linus Tech Tip forums, Linus Tech Tip is a massive um, kind of tech IT uh, kind of, I guess, figure, a public icon, you could call them. Uh, Ryzen's older generation CPUs have like terrible, like absolutely terrible um, temp control. Uh, but I think it's around like 2015 to 2010-ish they kind of redesigned the way that their CPUs were made so that their uh, the AMD CPUs actually run a lot cooler on average than Intel CPUs. Um, and I mean, this is just from information that I've been reading off of websites, but uh, also from my personal experience, I've never seen my CPU reach above 50. Um, and Damon, did you see you in an i5? I, I have an i5 uh, 9400F. And uh, what, like, what type of temps do you, do, does your computer see? I rarely see it go over probably around that same area, maybe a little bit higher, like 60, 65. Um, just, and I, I use, like, um, I don't use AIO or water cooling, I just have a fan. But under temps, I never see any of the cores get too high. Yeah, I think as far as thermals go, they can be relatively hand-in-hand, -hand, uh, that you bring up the newer processors. Now I think to our general audience that the difference mainly would be the branding, to be honest with you. I think they're very similar CPUs, and I think that it comes down to specification of what you personally want to do and the type of graphics card you plan on using. I think that's what it really comes down to. Does anyone else have any final thoughts on this? I I can't say I have if this if this uh, episode were about like GPUs like Nvidia versus AMD I would have so much more to say against AMD and GPUs um but but that that's another topic for another day you know uh but that pretty much sums everything up for me uh, what about you Damon I think that about sums it up for me as well Damon would you close this up sure thing this concludes the second episode of the Tech Talk podcast. We'll be coming in for one more episode tomorrow with some guests talking about cryptocurrency.